Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. great song right there. Where's mom? There's an echo. I can hear the echo. Echo, echo, echo. I told X-Split, whatever. What? I told X-Split to not do that, but it does it anyway. Oh, yeah. Why X-Split? All right. Well, in any case, but I already into the show, I forgot. Tom Bernard show with... Andy Rampernard. Cassie Schrader. And Catherine should be here any hour now, but... We will be right back. Kick off our one Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. There we go. Did you record this yourself? (laughs) Is this you playing the guitar? This is Parliament. Parliament Funkadelic. (laughs) Brides of Funkenstein, Bootsy Collins. Mm -hmm. They got it all going on. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard show. After a long NFL season, the NFL is back. That long offseason that perhaps saw more attention being given to league policies and on-field storylines. NFL teams are trickling back to training camp with the first preseason game just 10 days away. It's not even that long now, is it? Uh, when yeah. is the first game? Is it August 3rd? I think I know we're going to one of the preseason games. Oh, you are. But I, oh gosh, was it the 18th? I think we're going. So it has to be probably the the week before is probably when they start. When's a Hall of Fame game? I think the Hall of Fame game is next week, isn't it? Because I think Michelle has to be gone. Ah, oh, what is she gone? Uh, Wednesday. She she leaves Tuesday night. 
So Tuesday night is, when's the 31st? Today's the what, the 26th? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So the 1st of August is uh, is the Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, it's a Wednesday. Yeah. It is a Wednesday. Okay, so I think August 2nd is the first. Isn't it a Thursday night football game? I think. It could be. I'm not sure. We'll find, maybe we'll find out in this story. At the beginning of last season, the big talk was how the Patriots could go 19-0 and win the whole thing. Instead, the Patriots threatened to come apart. And the Eagles, yes, I said the Eagles won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. This year, there's plenty of storylines to watch. Can the Patriots continue their winning ways with 40-year-old Tom Brady in a beef with Bill, uh, Bill Belichick? Is that real? Is that beef with Bill Belichick real? I don't know. I think they play it up a lot. I mean, yeah, he's a coach. He's not supposed to be chipper and friendly on the field. Right, right. You know, he just has that hard-nosed coach mentality going on. Yeah, it's true. Can the Eagles stay on top when Carson Wentz returns from ACL injury? Will the Rams' super team live up to the hype? Will Kirk Cousins take the Vikings over the edge? Can Jimmy Garoppolo continue his strong play from last season? Will Andrew Luck play? That was answered today. Yes, he is going to play. Uh, We cannot wait to find out the answers. Here's where all 32 teams stand right now. Okay. So where is that? Where do I click on? I did notice this. I did notice that... um, That... uh, Jimmy, what's his name? Jimmy Jones? What the hell's his name? Oh, uh. The owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Jim Jones? Or is it Jack Jones? Or what the hell's his name? <laughs> I can't even remember his name. Anyway, the owner, uh, Jerry Jones, that's his yeah, name. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Jones uh, has already announced that his team will stand for the national anthem. They will not sit down, they will not take a knee, and they will not stay in the locker room. As long as the league policy is a league policy, they will stand at attention. And uh, observe the national anthem. Jerry Jones is, I think, the most wealthy owner in all of football. He's worth like $6 billion, something like that. Yeah. A lot of money. I said a lot of money. You're absolutely right about that. But he said, uh, look, it's my team, and you play for my team, and I pay you, so you're going to do what I tell you to do, which I think is great. Well, I know none of the Minnesota Vikings uh, went uh, need for the – national anthem and i really respect that so i i I do too i thought it was just in bad taste to sit there and do that because just because you don't like the president or whatever has nothing to do with our national anthem (laughs) i've never liked any president so what the hell what where is that where am i standing you should have your back to everyone when everyone's i'm just gonna uh, yes that's exactly what i'm gonna do I'm, i'm gonna have my back to everyone because I've never liked any president. <laughs> oh, they're authority. I'm not a big authority guy. I'm not big on liking authority. I guess that's what it is. I don't think anybody should have that much. I would rather see the country run by committee. A committee? Yeah, that would be good. Maybe five people, <laughs> and one of them has to be an independent, so you can have two Democrats, two Republicans, and an independent. Maybe then all the people would be served. You know what I mean? And then... Who has to lead the whole group is a big mama figure. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. We get, that would work for me, I'm telling you. But um, so where do I go? It says here, find out where all, here's where all teams stand right now. But then where do I go from here? Do you see where there is to go? No, I don't. Unless no. you click the arrow. Why would I, yeah, but that's a different story. Hmm. I, I don't understand why they do that. Maybe it's at the bottom or something. I, I hate everyone. Yeah, some of those Never news sites, they, the, it's like the story it's just really stops annoying. and then there's nothing. And that's what it is. It's just absolutely nothing. And Andy, is that somehow kind of clickbait or something? I think that's related to ad block. Some oh, sites, it is? Some sites oh, okay. just break themselves when they detect ad block, so you have to turn it off to use them. Oh, okay, I see. It's so, annoying. So they just won't let me do this, so screw them. Yep. Screw you. I'm not using your damn site. What do you think of that action? You can take that. Take this job and shove it. That's all I have to say to you. So I don't know what the power rankings are. Does anybody has anybody heard where the Vikings are ranked as far as uh, uh, power in the NFL? Are they are they in the top? Twenty eighteen power rankings. Oh, see here we go. Oh God, it's a slideshow. <laughs> They're all slideshows now. You have to click and click and click and click just to keep you interested. I don't, uh, CBS Sports. They won't be scummy. 
No, CBS Sports shouldn't be, I wouldn't imagine. No, NBC yeah, here Sports we go. Michelle uh, Tafoya, that would be scummy, but you know um, what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, this is ranking by division. That's fine. Oh, okay, well, so the number NFC... one is NFC South. Oh, it's right. You mean literally by division? Yeah, literally by division, which oh, yeah, is we don't want to know that. weird. Okay, well, so where does the, uh, the NFC North line up? NFC North is where the Vikings are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm wondering. They're saying something about a Minneapolis miracle in the Saints-Vikings game. Yeah, that was uh, a catch made by Stephon Diggs that was called the Minneapolis miracle. Did it happen? It was in playoffs last year, yeah. It was it was very impressive, I will tell you that. That was, was the really miracle on ice? Yeah, here we go. It was not the miracle on ice. That's a different sport, Andrew. That was my Super Bowl game. That was. That was good enough for me. Miracle on ice. Uh, one no. is the Eagles. <laughs> was that? One is the Eagles. Again? You know, they take such chances when they do these power rankings. Vikings are three. Are they really? They're number three. Who's number two? The the uh, the Patriots? The Rams. The Rams? Well, they were pretty good last year, actually. The Rams were good last year, so Patriots I suppose that are doesn't four. make sense. Uh, so it's the Eagles, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Patriots. The Browns. No, I'm kidding. It's the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, the Browns. Well, that's pretty good company to be in. Well, so yeah, yeah. So the preseason game, first game is going to be Thursday night, uh, August second. It's going to be the Bears versus the Ravens. And yeah, that's then... the and that's the uh, Hall of Fame game. Is well, that the Hall? Okay. Yeah. The and Dolphins are at the bottom. I know Dolphins suck. They just need to bring <laughs> Marino back. And by the way, so do the uh, so, so their baseball team. The Marlins are horrendous. <clears throat> Marlins are... They're baseball. Oh. <laughs> so never mind. Well, never mind. The Dolphins are the closest you're going to get to the Marlins. But, well, yeah, the Eagles, uh, it says they're at the top, but not by much. Yeah, I'm not buying it. They're the they're the, big, the best team in the NFL. I'm just not buying that. Um, they signed um, Hakuna Matata. Well, Hakuna Matata. If Hakuna Matata's there, then... Yeah. Uh, Halota Nagata. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but the, he's biggest additions: Ndamukong Sue, uh, a bunch of people I've never heard of. Well, there are a bunch of people that I I used to follow the NFL, Major League Baseball. I used to follow all sports. I know who everyone was that played for every team. But then I got a life, so I didn't do that anymore. Oh wait, that was the Rams. Yeah, damn that it, makes sense. That would make sense, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll keep an eye on it. The Vikings' first game, then. What, what do you got, Cassie? You said you had the Vikings' first game. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, God, the way they have this. Uh, I would imagine it would be about the t- 11th, something like that. Wait a oh. minute. Is this? No, this is 2018 because yeah, someone 2018. in the chat said that Vikings are five. Oh, well, there are different rankings. There are different places that rank teams differently. That is true. Oh, I thought this was like an actual thing. Well, there are actual things, well, but the they're different. First sites. time I see the Vikings on the schedule, it's the one the game I'm going to. It's the Jaguars uh, versus the Vikes <clears throat> on the 18th. Well, they got to have a game before that. Yeah. ESPN ranks the Vikings at fifth, but their post-free agency ranking is three, whatever the hell that means. Post-free agency? Well, they did pretty well. Yeah, they did really pretty well with that. So... We shall keep an eye on the Vikings. So, would you say the 18th? So it's got. To, they have to have a game on. The I 11th. am not seeing them on the schedule before the 18th. Not even away. That's they. That can't be. And right then they have them. another one on the 24th. But again, doesn't the season start? Uh, oh, she's right. 18, 24, 30, and then nothing until the 9th, 16th, etc. Of, of regular September. Season. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that's regular season. season. Yeah, they, have, they can't just have three preseason games. They do. Yeah. Nope, you guys are lying right to my face. And well, NFL.com's lying. Yes, NFL.com is lying right to my face. That's what what Vikings.com, they got the schedule here. Okay, what do you got? Uh, oh, do they not list preseason? I don't think they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't they cause I know, it's more like, problems? It's impossible for people to just put information out there. Well, so many of these sports sites, they... They're not consistent, so it's like they'll yeah. have, you yeah. know, like one there site won't have everything, and one site won't have, they'll just That's have. That's true. Oh, so ESPN says that they do have a game on the 11th versus Denver. Yeah, see, I mean, that would at make Denver. Sense. That yes. would make sense, the 11th. I wasn't seeing them on NFL.com. That's, yeah, weird. That's weird, because on <laughs> NFL.com, that's not listed, unless... Yeah, they're going to have four preseason games, and... Yes. 
And, you know, eventually it will just be two, though. It'll be two preseason games and an 18-game schedule. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. That'll happen, I would guess, within certainly the next five years and maybe sooner than that. Yeah, well, I'm just still... Oh, wait, and Jason says there's a fifth one on August 34th. August 34th. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay, <laughs> Jason. August 34th, brother. <laughs> well, hey, it works for me. I think my birthdays should be on August 34th. There, I would be zero years old. Yeah. I actually wonder... If they're going to change the calendar sometime soon, they have to because it's not accurate. They have yeah, the, with the leap leap days and all right. that kind of stuff. Well, and the other thing, and it's it's just kind of weird. I don't know having each month have its own special amount of days, and but I that, don't know. That's what caused the whole problem. Is Julius and Augustus Caesar got involved and said, "You're naming a month after me." Yeah, it's what? the Julian calendar which we use now. You can't just throw it in there. Yeah, and it's not accurate. You know when when archaeologists talk about finds from twelve to thirteen thousand years ago, mm-hmm. in calendar years that's actually fourteen thousand years. Oh, really? So it's none of it's accurate. Yeah. Let's go by a. The, what's the name? What's that clock called again? Andy, um, what's that clock called that keeps time? The central clock. The, uni- the universal clock. What the hell's that thing called? Um, I don't know. You'll find it. <laughs> I have some... This is really disappointing news. As more information comes out about Demi Lovato's health and sobriety crisis, a picture is emerging of just how dire things were ahead of her July 24th hospitalization for alleged drug overdose. A new report from TMZ reveals that the pop star's team attempted to stage an intervention and Demi Lovato rejected their help. She is a heroin addict. She's got to do something about this or she will be dead. They tried to make her go to rehab and she said no, no, no. And she said no, no, no. Oh, God. Why is my phone on? It's probably your mother calling saying, yeah, I'm showing up whenever I feel like it. My hair appointment around The atomic clock. Yep, that's right. Joe from Louisville. It's, yes, it's called the Atomic Clock. So that's that deal. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, a few weeks ago, sources close to Demi tell TMZ members of her team realized she was in a bad place, TMZ writes, and even confronted her about it. They made it clear they would help get her sober again. Uh, and a uh, plan was devised to get her back into rehab years after the first uh, she first sought help. According to TMZ's information, the intervention attempt was not successful. Demi refused and continued to party, though other insiders tell TMZ that she tried to hide what was really going on and act like she was fine. So she has refused help. This is not good. Uh, It's just not good at all. Too bad. Seems like a nice enough person. She's a hell of a talent, and she's got it all, but she she loves getting high, and that's all all you can say. Mm -hmm. She just loves to get high. Well, yet another casualty of child fame. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because let's see when she broke. She was very young. 2002, so she was 10. Wasn't she, was she 10. Like a that's Disney or Nickelodeon? Uh, let's see. Early life and career beginnings. Blah, blah, blah. 2002. Barney and Friends as Angela. Oh, she was on Barney and Friends, yeah. the worst show on television. <laughs> and then, I hated Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> no. well, I mean, it's, not, it's not really for anyone <laughs> below above the age of like five. Yeah, five, that's true. I that's remember being so young that there was this eight-year-old kid on Barney when I watched it. And I, I remember thinking he was so grown up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because to me, I mean, I must have been three that might that might be my first memory actually. Oh, see, there you Thinking go. Thinking that that kid looked really grown up because to a three year old, yeah, you know, it's true. We'll be right back. Part two, hour one. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? Why is it cool? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X check? I'm going to get it today. North American Banking Company. 
Celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. This is my frantic day right here. I like that song. Maybe you should jam to it on the way home and just, you know, scream it in your car. I like it. Yeah. I love it. Here we go. That's a great song. Nope, no post. No post. Uh, On July 18th, the Christian News website, Life Site News, published a strikingly accusatory essay entitled, and Cassie wanted to know if that's a new, that's a new... it's not a verb. What would it be? Yeah. Well, maybe it would be a verb. It's a yeah, because it's got the ing. <laughs> it's got the ing. So uh, there's a new verb. Uh, their essay was titled "The Gaying of Fox News." Now we don't understand what that means. I don't watch a lot of Fox News or CNN or MSNBC. I don't watch any of them anymore. Yeah, I have no idea what they're talking about. I am so sick to death of news sites. I can't even tell you. I am tired of their blah 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 <laughs> puking up their crap. Uh, the gang of Fox News, which was the writer's response to the network's hiring of the political editor of townhall.com, Guy Benson, who is both gay and a Christian. Well, why can't you be gay and a Christian? Uh, apparently you can't. Jesus doesn't like gay people. Well, Where think, did that ever come from? I think LifeSite might be a bit hardcore Christian. A little hard, right? Yeah. The author, Doug Mainwaring, pointed to Benson's prominence on the network and also to the frequent appearance of gay guests on Brett Baer's 6 p.m. news uh, as reason enough to believe that Fox News has lost its way. <laughs> You're having gay people on. I can't watch you anymore. Jeez. Oh, uh, once regarded by conservatives, uh, the country's sole red, white, and blue national television news network, Fox is increasingly showing its rainbow colors. Uh, Mainwaring wrote, here lies the problem with this argument. Fox News may wear the colors of the rainbow flag or the American flag, but the network has made no claim to be a faith-based organization, so it has no duty to abide by any particular religious convictions. Yeah, I've never known Fox that they've never been faith-based. Not really. No, I mean, they've had, like, Mike Huckabee on there. He had a yeah, show, and yeah. he was a, what was he, a pastor? I think so, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. The reason why they just say that is because... You know, especially the hardcore right are the evangelical Christians. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's so disgusting to me how they just, it's so, they're so hypocritical. It's, ugh. I don't really understand how we've gotten to a point where the far left thinks they're always right, and the far right thinks they're always right, and they can't get along on anything. I know. They're not open-minded to anything. Have you guys ever had a moment in your life where you thought that everything you thought was correct? Mm, no. No, because you, you never learn anything then. Yeah, if I you mean, already know everything, how can you learn anything? Yeah, I, I, to me, it's just it's just that closed-mindedness, and it's, um, I know, I've gotten in so many arguments over people because they're just so, I mean, both the right and the left. I mean, even yeah. my dad, he's very, oh, yeah. you know, he thinks he's right. And I'm like, Dad, you need to be more open-minded and stuff like that. And we've Is had he right ar- or left? He's Right. He's right. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I tell him, I'm like, I'm sorry that what, what you're telling me does not seem logical to me. Right. So, right. <clears throat> sorry, I'm dealing with allergies. It's been You're brutal. fine. Don't worry about a thing. I keep getting, uh, feel like I got a frog in my throat. It's my impression of Cassie. <laughs> 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 
Oh, it's like it's it. been terrible. It'll rain and then it gets windy and it blows mold oh, and God, everything yeah. else around. I do hate that myself. But yeah, I well, it came up this morning that Valerie Jarrett, the woman that Roseanne Barr attacked, was on the view or the circle or the talk or the, your mammy or whatever it's called. <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of those. I think she I think she was on the view. And she was asked if she was offended by what Roseanne Barr said. Mm-hmm. He said, no, 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 I don't care about that kind of stuff. I only care about this, this, and this. Well, if she didn't care about it, then why is everybody so upset by it? Because people want, they have this victim mentality. They do, but it's none of your business. If Valerie Jarrett's not upset, why are you upset? It's pe- her business. I think people, namely uh, the kind of people that you find on Twitter crusading like this, yeah. have made minorities into their pets. Yeah, I agree with that, Andy. I think it's very insulting the way they treat minorities. Like the minorities all need your help. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, you don't say anything bad about my poor Valerie because she's a good girl. And yeah, they act like they're animals. A lot of it has to do, too. People want to be this victim and they get attention for that. The people, they get a lot of attention. So that's yeah, they why they want to be offended by everything and cry over spilled milk and, you know, oh, poor me, I was offended, you know, blah, blah. And it's like, it has nothing to do with you. Why are you so bent out of shape and it's ruining your life? Yeah, exactly. Well, I asked a question this morning on the morning show. Uh, so, and I'm not saying what Ro- Roseanne Barr said was correct or good or anything like that. It was in poor taste. It was in poor taste, but I would, if I was running the show over at ABC, I would have said to her, Roseanne, that's out of line and don't ever do it again. Yeah, Yeah. not instant firing. Oh, I gotta get rid of her instantly. Make a public apology and, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think for them, uh, firing her from the show was very premature and it it was was very... You know, it was a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Well, now they brought back Chris Hardwick, you know. Chris Hardwick's back. They did an investigation, they said, and found that he wasn't guilty of anything, and he's being reinstated on every one of his posts. Mm-hmm. So if they do that for him, just because he's a liberal, I I guess, I don't know. Well, look Is it at, because um, he's liberal? I don't at, know. Uh, what the hell's his name? The pedophile guy. Oh, Gunn? James Gunn? <sighs> yeah. I mean, just some consistency would be good. You yeah. know, you can either ban someone for one tweet or you can not ban someone for, like, 20 tweets. You can't do both because then you're just clearly playing well, favorites. I mean, yeah, it's clearly the Hollywood left, especially, they favor even if, I mean, look at Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he the said. stuff he, is he, that he has said. Well, and he's, he's called people every, faggots. I, I mean, know. he has literally called them that name. And nothing happens to him. He was still yep, on his show. I agree. And he gets movie roles yep. and nothing's yeah. done. And I don't get it. You know, it, to me, it's just very um, one-sided. And it's, it's starting to, I think, people are starting to really pick up on it and say, hey, you know, we need some. We, I hope so. On both sides. This true. is not fair. Because Michael Jackson mm-hmm. was recorded saying the Jews do it on purpose, meaning they steal your money. Mm-hmm. And he never had to answer for that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because I, I... he had power. Here's the route that I would take. Okay. Uh, you do something once. It's like, okay, you can't do that. I don't know what you were thinking. Don't say the Jews do it on purpose. Don't uh, call a guy the big F. Don't call black people the big N. Don't do that. Apparently, you weren't smart enough or educated enough to know that's wrong. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. You don't fire them immediately. What is that? Yeah, it's. I don't know. Especially, I mean, especially with Chris Hardwick. I mean, he was under the gun for what was it, sexual assault? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, that's a little bit more harsher than somebody comparing somebody to one of the Planet of the Apes characters. Not on Twitter. It's not, not on Twitter. I know. I guess. And see, that's. I don't know. You know what? Which which scenario is more important to actually right. deal with and handle? I mean, Roseanne Barr has always shot her mouth off. She's she always, always has, de- yeah. yeah. So it's like, true. oh, whatever. Just let it. You know, people give so much attention to the most trivial things, and it it bothers me so right. much because there's right. so much more in this world that we need to take care of than worrying about what people are tweeting mm-hmm. about. 
I also would say this, you'd be very careful in damning someone because you heard them say something. Because as I've said before, there are things in commercials that I never said, but it's mm-hmm. me saying them. Yeah. So they can edit stuff together now. Okay, and did they, you said they could still take take that and break it down and prove it wasn't them that said it? With enough know-how, yeah, someone could. Yeah, but But the problem with that it? is when people read the news, they'll hear the initial news. Yeah, that's Assume true. it's true, but then what, maybe 25% of them will see the redaction? Mm-hmm. So the damage is done. Redactions really don't help that much. No, they don't, because everybody just judges, snap judgment. Yeah, once they point. believe something, it's really hard to make them unbelieve it, even if you give them proof that they were wrong. See, and look, I don't, I've never cared for Roseanne Barr's act. I don't, I don't I've never know. actually seen Roseanne. It's really kind of sad, because I do think she suffers from mental illness. Well, yeah. And to toss someone aside because they're mentally ill, I think is a huge mistake. Yeah, I see, I love... I watched Roseanne when it, yeah. the first, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, and I loved it because it was so, um, I mean, it was relatable. You had a, right. you know, a middle-class family that worked very hard, um, and it just, I, I just loved her. I loved her character. Now, her right. stand-up, I'm not too thrilled about her stand-up. Yeah, st- it's boring. Stand-up, but the show Roseanne, it was yeah. a perfect fit for her and John Goodman. The problem and, I have with her is that the delivery of her is like that. I couldn't <laughs> listen to it. Although she was funny when I first, uh, Dave and I were watching some Johnny Carson, you know, old Johnny Carson yeah, stuff I saw with that. comedians. I saw that, yep. And Roseanne Barr's um, stand-up that she did on Johnny uh, Carson's show was really good. Yeah, that it was. Stand-up it was, was good. yeah, you're yeah. right. I just, I, I wish we could back up a little bit. And if somebody says something that really offends you, I don't think... One shot and you're out is the is the route to take mm-hmm. because people have said things and snap judgment got really pissed off and said some really stupid things. They didn't mean in any way, shape, or form, but they said them. So they should their career should be ended for that. No, I I mean, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't it was right it. for her to no, get, of course get not. kicked off the show. No, but so. it wasn't right what she said about Valerie no. Jarrett either. Um, I, and she said, "Well, I thought she was white. Well, whatever. I don't. I don't know what the whole." What deal they should have done is she should have reached out to Valerie and said, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'll make a public apology. I mean, if we have to, yeah. if you want to do like a little, you know, public little video of us sitting together saying I didn't mean to offend you in that way, or the way people think I yeah. meant to offend yeah. you." So. That would have been fine for me. Yeah, I think that's true. I, I'm hoping we can get back to that kind of middle ground where it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, Ver, is Valerie particularly politically extreme? Or, yes. Oh, I don't yes, really know she, anything she's about She's very her. extreme. Uh, matter of fact, she, she just loves <clears throat> The View, so that's how nuts she is. Mm. Uh, that show is maybe the worst show I've ever seen in my entire life. Some of those people on that show, what's the Joy Behar? Is that her name? Oh, the uh, view. She is insane. Oh, I know. And then you got Whoopi Goldberg is just as nuts, and I don't know anybody else. Those are the only two that I know on that show, and I've I only see it once in a while, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know a lot about it. But is it true? Because everybody backstage told me it was true that Whoopi Goldberg spit on Janine uh, Judge Janine. I I spit don't know if I mean I don't know if somebody from backstage put that out there yeah. I mean, if they physically saw it i did see the clip though of Whoopi and her going at it on yeah the view. Yep, yep. and it's i don't it's so um it, i don't even have words for it anymore it's the same old argument it is and people are so co- they, and then they just talk over one another they're not making any progress yeah like, why do you think that way? Or, you know, what can we do to come to a common ground? Nobody does that anymore. Right. All they do is yell over and scream and point fingers. And that's what our, you know, our public officials do to each other, too. In, yeah, uh, that's very In true. D.C. and in state government. Nobody has any um, goal to come to a common ground. They just argue and scream and nothing gets done. And we're the ones that pay for it. You're right. So, yeah, I, hopefully we'll do. Well, what we need is stronger leadership because our leadership in both parties is horrendous. 
Mm-hmm. Our leadership across the board is just very weak, and it's all about them making money. I wish we had some stronger leadership. I really do. Yeah. And maybe you could get a council together and say, yeah, you know what, Roseanne, that was way out of line, and don't do that again. Yeah. And then if she does it again, then I'm sorry. You walked back into it. You did it on purpose, so you got to go. Yeah. I... But not the first time. I think the first time is premature. I just think for all these people. Mm-hmm. I've had people say things to me. as like, you really said that to me? Yeah. I go, okay, so you get one pass. Yeah. You do it again and... I don't know when people. A lot of times when when people say insulting things about me, I I do all the time. I do the reverse thing. I'm like, I'm so sorry, your mom and dad didn't love you enough. You know, that's very funny. Yeah, that's what I do, and they're kind of like, you know, because it's probably true. And that's what I tell my kids: if somebody picks on you at school, and you know, their mommy and daddy probably doesn't love them as much as I love you. Well, there you go. That's good. (laughs) No, I like that. I like that response. Yeah, and. you know, people, especially with kids, too, I just, I feel like we're setting um, a dangerous, dangerous thing for these, our kids today, because they see this, very true. you know, vile stuff all the time, and they vile. think it's funny. Uh, oh. Yes, that's true. Uh, is Dr. Santa ready to go? Yep. Okay, we'll be right yep. back in two minutes, Dr. Gene Santer. The book is called Finding Unconditional Love. Well, that's going to be a search. A little piece, that's P-E-A-C-E, at a time. Dr. Sander, in just two minutes, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about MyPillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first MyPillow, and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and MyPillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My Pillow is offering buy one My Pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146. And use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Oh, jukebox hero. Mm-hmm. Why are you playing jukebox hero? I don't know. It's kind of it's a it has a good beat to it. It's I love not that too song. mellow, but it's got that slow build to it. You you play a lot of music I like actually. Dr. Gene Sander with us. How are you doing, Dr. Sander? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Marvelous, thank you. Finding unconditional love, a little peace, that's P-E-A-C-E, at a time many people are nearly at their breaking point for them, hiding under the bed, plugging their ears and shunning all news, are starting to look like sensible options. I would have to agree with that 100%, Dr. Sanner. I cannot watch the news anymore. I can't watch it. I understand. Um, I used to scream and shout at the television. <laughs> well, <laughs> not just at football, but at the news. Uh, yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I understand that completely. And um, I found myself doing several things. One is playing the what if so what game with myself. Mm-hmm. So I would do well, what if so and so wins? So what? Where does that take us? Right. What what if China takes over America? Mm-hmm. So what? You know, so and take it to the extreme and if we have a belief system individually that says that 
we as individuals carry on anyway. I happen to believe in a that we are spirit rather than just body. So I do believe that we continue on after the body is gone. So it's a way of attempting to put things in perspective. But the most important thing that I discovered years ago that made a huge change in my life, um, I'm an actor and a director, and I had my own acting studio for a while. And Mm -hmm. I wanted the actors to be able to present their characters to be true to life. Okay, not just imitating emotion, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And this right. formula came to me. And it's P plus B equals E equals A. So think of peanut butter uh, every afternoon. Okay. So. <laughs> Which is a good idea anyway. It's delicious. Okay. Uh, peanut butter every day. So the P stands for perception plus B for beliefs mm-hmm. equals emotion equals action. So, if we don't like what we're feeling, and there's an awful lot of fear going on in the world right now, and if we don't like what we're feeling, then we need to go back to our perceptions and beliefs, change that, then the feeling would change. Sort of like everybody knows um, somebody with an anger issue, right? And so they try to deal with the anger, and all they do is end up suppressing it, and it explodes. Yeah. But they have to go back to the perceptions and the beliefs to find out why they are angry in the first place. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have what I ended up creating was a belief system that really identified each person as basically love, peace, and joy that we may not recognize within ourselves, but if that's what I look for, then I don't get upset anymore. I look for the fact that, see, the, the other thing, let me add this. If we made a list of all the emotions that there are, there, there would probably be 20 some or more. But all emotions stem from either love or fear. And we are choosing one of those all the time. I like we are that. either coming from love or we're coming from fear. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, that's sort of it. So we get to choose. Now, what's happening that I see in the world today is there is a tremendous amount of fear because many of us are feeling as if we have no control over a lot of the things that are having an impact on our lives. And so we're very frightened and we're fighting back. Fear comes from a sense of loss, loss of control or loss of dignity, um, loss of life, loss of... Fear generates from a perception of loss. So, um, let me... Can I give an example? Yeah, of course. You can do whatever you want, Dr. Sander. All righty. Okay. <laughs> well, I want I want you to be able to ask questions too. I don't no, want to just keep rattling I, I on already here. did. I have a couple of statements and questions for you already, but I, I'm good, listening to good. what you're saying. Good. Go for it. Good. Good. Go. Let's go. Oh, you want me to do it? Uh, first yeah. of all, your equation describes me perfectly because ah, I um, I'm either really happy for people and and having a wonderful time and enjoying life. But if you make me fearful or humiliate me, I will rain hell down upon you. That's just how there I am. There you go. There you just, go. Dr. Sennett, it's how I am. It's true. Yeah. I, what kind of unconditional Well, see, the thing we... is, um, if I can address that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to change that, and I'm not saying you should no, or I shouldn't, mm-hmm. but if you wanted to, okay, the, the thing that I think is important for all of us to grasp and the day I grasped it was really fascinating. But anyway, that we are 100% responsible for our own feelings. Yeah. So nobody can insult you. Nobody, they can say an insulting statement, but we don't have to buy into it. They can dismiss us or disrespect us, and that's okay. And I guess maybe because I'm gay... And my partner, my wife now, and I have been together for 40 years, Mm -hmm. and of course that started a long time ago. So we have dealt with situations where, you know, our lifestyle has been attacked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what I have chosen to do is to love that person and embrace their freedom 
to have whatever philosophy they want to have and believe whatever they want to believe. And that does not define me. Uh, it does not define my love or who I am. So rather than, I see a lot of folks in my position trying to convince everybody else that I have a right to what I do. But in the process of that, we're ignoring giving the other person the right to what they believe. So I just, I just want to honor everyone's journey in this life experience and embrace their freedom to believe and be whoever it is they want to be and believe, and I'm going to love them no matter what because my love is my choice, and they have no control over that. Yes, yeah, I think that's a wonderful way to look at it. I we've been talking quite a bit lately about these people. That are, Roseanne is a good example. Should she have said uh-huh. what she said? No, she should have never said what she said. But but we heard uh, Valerie uh, Jarrett saying that she didn't. It didn't affect her. She didn't care about that. So my question, Doctor Sanders, go. if she doesn't care about it, why do we care so much? Yes, it was stupid, and she shouldn't have done it. But should should her career have been ended over that? Since Valerie Jarrett doesn't care. Well, it goes beyond Valerie Jarrett. It, it does not go beyond each of us individually. Right. See, I agree right. with you as an individual. But when somebody is part of an organization. They are representing the yeah, organization yeah. as well as themselves. Right. So the organization then has to make a choice. Do I want to support this kind of image, or do I want to make it very clear that I do not support that image? So I agree with you. I don't think we should get upset about mm-hmm. it because the person who was supposedly attacked, and she was smart enough to recognize you can attempt to attack me, but, right. you know, I know how to duck, you know, or whatever. But the organization, the station, and everyone else who was a part of her team, uh, I would not have felt comfortable if I'm on the set with her, and this is her belief and she's making it big, and mm-hmm. that I am demonstrating my respect for her as an individual, that could be misconstrued, that if I respect Roseanne, then I respect her opinions. And then that can be misconstrued. I don't respect Roseanne's opinion. However, I honor Roseanne and her freedom to have that opinion, but not when she is representing another organization. But does, does, that, every, does that make sense? Does that, doesn't the organization or not, doesn't everyone deserve a second chance? Uh, well, I agree with you there, but Roseanne has had a few chances well, that, the well, way. That, I understand uh, what you're saying, yeah. You know, I will never forget her singing the national anthem. I know. Now, I'm sorry. Yep. No, you're right. <laughs> now, my dad my dad was in the military for 23 years. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't See, I believe that it's okay for football players to kneel instead of uh, in fact, I think that is honoring the flag because it is demonstrating the freedom that the flag represents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can demonstrate my respect for the flag in a very different way than somebody else. So somebody else may put their hand over their heart. I respect the freedom that the flag represents, so I'll kneel because I don't like where our country's going right now, and it's not demonstrating the freedom if I am somebody who kneels. Now, what was funny with my dad, I'll never forget this either. You know, he was in two wars, so, I mean, I think he can be forgiven. But we had some folks come to the door who were of a religious philosophy. They did not salute the flag because they didn't believe that they could give their allegiance to the country if they are giving their allegiance to God. Because if the country decides something that is against God then how can they have allegiance to both? So they don't salute the flag and have allegiance. Well, my father literally chased them down the street. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. He literally chased them off the front porch and yelled at them all the way down the street. And I understand where Dad was coming from, but I also understand where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the flag represents their freedom to have that philosophy. So... Um, if we could just embrace everyone's freedom to be and believe who they are, then we would eliminate a lot of the fear, um, and, and we'd begin to experience a lot of the love. And, and love is really just wanting to be good to someone, 
you know, they, just the desire mm-hmm. to do good uh, for for others. You know, it's it's like that song. You know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love, yeah. not just for one, but for everyone. Um, and that's that's very pertinent today. So, so did you have any other questions? Well, yeah, I, well, I want to make a statement to you and see what sure. you think of this. Um, unconditional love. I yeah. uh, dated a lot, you know, when I was in my 20s and all the rest of it. And then I met Catherine, my wife, when I was 29. She was only 21, actually. When I was 29, she was answering phones at my attorney's office. And I met her. And she later told me from the first time we met, she thought, that's a guy I could marry. I never never thought I had a chance with her, so I wasn't nervous. So when we went out to dinner and stuff, I wasn't nervous at all. I just thought, well, she's, you know, she's probably going to go to dinner a couple times and that'll be that. We've been together now for 37 years, been married for 34 years. I've never even been engaged to anybody else. I, I was engaged to her, no one else, married to her, no one else. And we went for a walk last night and talked a great deal about that. How is it that I am so lucky to find unconditional love? Because very few people do, it seems to me. I agree with you. I don't, it's sad that that doesn't happen. I, and I don't know why I was so fortunate that it happened to me. That's what I guess I'm saying. Well, I'm very happy for you. I, you. I really am. And I'm happy for me because I found yeah. it too. Yep. yep. Um, but, it's, you know, it really is a reflection back of who we are as well. So to me, what you're saying, and I don't know you yet, but Mm -hmm. you know, you are giving the kind of love that you are getting back. Now, many times um, we will do something and that unconditional loving person will go ahead and accept that even though it wasn't a loving thing for us to do, but then we'll do the same thing in return. So, yeah, I think that's true. But yeah. see, unconditional love is more complex than people may realize. See, mm-hmm. it, it, my definition of unconditional love is thought that is without condemnation, founded on faith that is without doubt, fueled by emotion that is without fear, and fused with kindness that is without boundary. So we need to, if we're going to achieve unconditional love, we need to include every aspect of our being. We have to include the thoughts. We have to include our spiritual faith. We have to include our emotions and we have to include our actions. Now, when we begin to do all of that with the idea and the determination, the, um, the determination to demonstrate kindness, um, and a lack of condemnation, then, then we can achieve unconditional love. Now, where people, where people get all mixed up, Tom, is that um, they feel like, okay, if I love you unconditionally, that means I have to accept being abused, I have to accept... No, you know, no, and no. no. no, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't include that at all. It just means that if, if you're with an abusive person, you can love that person, but not accept the abuse. And you don't leave out of anger or fear. You leave out of, I have a different value system. 